One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rose, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you feel like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. And not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Hi, this is Imran Ahmed, founder and CEO of The Business of Fashion, and this week we have a very special talk from Voices 2018. I was happy to introduce my friend Casey Gerald to the Voices community this year. A few years back, a friend sent me a YouTube link to a video of a young man speaking at the graduation ceremony of Harvard Business School. I clicked to watch and then watched the video over and over again several times. There was something mesmerizing about his oratory skills, and the way he crafted his narratives and messages. And then magically, a few days later, I received a notification. Casey Gerald is now following you on Twitter. I said, what? The Casey Gerald? I dropped Casey a direct message and we arranged to meet up. And from there, a very special friendship was born. We were so lucky to have Casey with us at Voices 2018. This was his call to action on how we can change the world. Here's Casey Gerald at Voices 2018. I'm not going to talk about the culture wars as the title because Imran sensed it, the title that I had for this talk, uh, rightfully so. I want to talk about my mother. She uh, called this summer uh, to stage an uh, intervention of sorts. She had come across some snippets of my book, which was not even out yet, and she was concerned, and it wasn't the sex, uh, it was the language that disturbed her. For example, from the introduction, for those of you who have not read the free book you have. <clears throat> I have been so many things, 
along my curious journey. A poor boy, a nigger, a Yale man, a Harvard man, a faggot, a Christian, a crack baby, alleged, the spawn of Satan, the second coming, Casey. And that's just page six. <laughs> so you may understand why my mother was worried, but she only had one small change that she wanted to make. So she called and she began, hey, I just had to tell you, you are a man. You're not a faggot. You're not a punk. And let me tell you the difference. You are prominent. You are intelligent. You dress well. You know how to speak. People like you. You don't walk around doing your hand like a punk. You're not a vagabond on the street. You are an upstanding person who just happens to be gay. Don't put yourself over there when you are over here. She thought she'd done me a favor. And in a way she had, she had actually helped to clarify what I hoped to do with this book, which is on the surface a memoir, but at its heart is an intervention of its own, meant to send a very simple message that the way we're taught to live has got to change. And I learned this the hard way. Uh, long before I was prominent, before I seemed intelligent, and before I owned any of Virgil Abloh's sneakers, <laughs> before, which came in an exorbitant sacrifice, uh, before I stood on stages giving speeches, before anybody who was not my mother liked me, I did, in fact, uh, at least once, around five, I think, I walk around in one of my aunt's fantastic pair of high heels. Uh, and I was a little later for much longer, nearly a vagabond on the street. I was born, as the myth goes, on the wrong side of the tracks. Or as George W. Bush said of me a few years ago, on the other side of the river, we had met randomly in the buffet line at his presidential library. And uh, he had grown fond of telling his version of my story. And he was right in a way. Most cities in America, for those of you who do not know, have railroad tracks to separate poor people of color from other citizens. In Dallas, there's a whole river between us, and the Trinity. I was raised in part by my grandmother, who worked as a domestic, and by my sister, who adopted me a few years after our mother, you know, who suffered from mental illness, disappeared. Bless you. Uh, and it was that disappearance that began when I was 13 and lasted for five years that shaped the person I became, uh, the person I wrote this book to unbecome. Before she left, my mother was uh, my human hiding place. Uh, she was the only person I knew who was as strange as I was. I mean, beautifully strange. Some mix of Blanche Dubois from A Streetcar Named Desire in 1980s Whitney Houston. Uh, I'm not saying she was perfect, just that I sure benefited from her imperfections. Maybe that's what magic is, after all. A useful mistake. So when she began to disappear, I tried some magic of my own. 
It struck me as from above that I could conjure up my mother just by walking perfectly. From my elementary school at the top of a steep hill all the way down to my grandmother's house. Putting one foot and one foot only in each sidewalk square. And I couldn't put any foot on the lines between the squares and I couldn't put two feet inside one square. All the way to the last square at the last blade of grass between our lawn and our driveway. Now, bullshit you not, it worked. Just once, though. But if my perfect walk could not bring my mother back, I found that this approach had other uses, found that everyone else in charge around me loved nothing more than perfection, obedience, submission, or at least if I submitted, they would not bother me too much. So I took a bargain that I would later see in a Stasi prison in Berlin, which was a sign that read, he who adapts can live tolerably. It was a bargain that helped ensure I had a place to stay and food to eat, a bargain that got me praise from teachers and kin and strangers, a bargain that paid off big time, it seemed, when a man from Yale showed up at my high school way down in Oak Cliff, Texas, to recruit me for Yale's football team. It felt as out of the blue to me then as it may to you now. But the Yale man said, everybody said, really, that this was the best thing that could ever happen to me, the best thing that ever happened to our whole neighborhood. Take this ticket. I was not so sure. Yale seemed to me another world, entire, cold and hostile, foreign place. I remember texting my sister on my recruiting visit a reason for not going. I said, these people are so weird, Tosh. She replied, you'll fit right in. (laughs) I get my revenge in the book if you read it. But I took the ticket. And I worked damn hard to fit right in when my freshman advisor warned me not to wear my fitted hats on campus. She says, you're at Yale now. You don't have to do that anymore. I figured that this was just one of the prices to be paid to make it. I paid them all, or tried. And sure enough, they seemed to pay me back, made me a leader on the varsity football team, got me into one of the ridiculous secret societies and a job on Wall Street and later in Washington, D.C. Things were going so well that I figured, naturally, as anyone would, that I should be president of the United States. But (laughs) since I was only 24 at the time, and since even presidents have to start somewhere, I settled for a seat in Congress. Now, this was in the afterglow of that great 2008 election, an election during which a serious liberal senator said the most important message you have to send more than any other message is that Barack Obama is just like us. They sent that message so well that their campaign became the gold standard of modern politics, if not modern life, which also seems to demand of us that we each do whatever it takes to look back at the end of our days and say with peace and satisfaction, I was just like everyone else. And this would be my message, too. So one night, I made one final call to my prospective campaign manager. We would begin the work it takes to win, but first he had a question. Is there anything I need to know? I held the phone. 
I finally said, well, you should probably know that I'm gay. And there was silence. Hmm, I see. He nearly whispered as if he'd found a shiny penny or a dead baby bird in the street. I'm glad you told me, he continued. Of course, you didn't make my job any easier. I mean, you are in Texas, but it's not impossible. Not impossible. But Casey, let me ask you something. How are you going to feel when somebody, say, at a rally calls you a faggot? And let's be real, okay? You do understand that somebody might want to physically harm you, don't you? I just want to know, are you really ready for this? Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Have you ever owned something that inspired you to up your game? For me, I got a chef-grade range recently, and now I'm cooking new things every single night. Seriously, no cuisine is off-limits. The point is, when we own exceptional things, they inspire us to do exceptional things. The all-new Lexus GX has an exceptional capability that will have you seeing possibilities you never knew existed. Its advanced technology and luxurious interior mean that wherever you go, you'll never go without. I can picture myself with a car full of groceries, cruising down the highway, soaking up the sun with the available dynamic sky panorama glass roof. Ah, pure bliss. Live up to the all-new Lexus GX. Luxury beyond limits. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay authenticity guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you feel like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. And not just any experts. Specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff. With real, hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. 
Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. I wasn't. And I did not understand, could hardly breathe, or think, or say a word. And to be clear, the boy I was at that time would have leapt at the chance to be harmed, to sacrifice everything, even life, for a cause. There was something shocking, though. Not that there should have been, but there was. And the notion that he might be harmed for nothing other than being himself, which he had not even tried to be in the first place. All that he, all that I had tried to do and be was what I thought was asked of me. I was prominent for a 24-year-old, intelligent. I spoke well, dressed decent. I was an upstanding citizen, but the bargain I'd accepted could not save me. After all, nor can it save any of us, queer or not. I think of what Stanley Crouch, the great jazz critic, said about jazz, this uniquely black art form, and why it was actually quintessentially American. He says, all you get from the Negro is an intensification of the central ethos of the society. It's similar when it comes to the question of the queer. The queer receives a concentrated dose of repression, the prescription of repression. But it's a pill that's passed out to us all, asked repeatedly to hide so many parts of who we are and what we've been through, our pain, our love, our faith. So while com- coming out to the world may be hard, coming into all the raw, strange magic of ourself is often much harder. I think of... What Miles Davis said, it takes a long time to sound like yourself. That surely was the case for me. I had my private revelation that night at 24, but mostly went on with my life. I went to Harvard Business School. I ran a successful nonprofit, wound up on the cover of magazines, on the stage at TED. I had achieved by my late 20s about everything a kid is supposed to achieve in this society. But I was real cracked up. Not exactly having a nervous breakdown, but not too far off, and awful sad either way. And so many of my friends who had made these similar journeys were so cracked up, and this was 2016, so obviously the world was cracked up too. So I set out with this book just to trace those cracks with words. And what came out on the page was just as strange as I felt, which alarmed some people at first. I sent some early chapters to a respected writer who wrote back, when can you hop on the phone, which is always a bad sign. (laughs) So we got on the phone, and he began his intervention, just like my mother's. He said, listen, you've been hired to write an autobiography. It's a straightforward exercise. It's grounded in the facts of your life. It's got a beginning, middle, and end. And there's a great tradition of autobiography, by the way, led by people on the margins of society who write to assert that they exist. You should go buy those books, read them, learn from them, because you're going in the wrong direction. I was so glad for my friend's intervention because it helped me decide that I wasn't going to write the book that he had in mind. I didn't need to write a book to know that I existed. And even though I had grown up and lived grown a 
poor black queer damn near orphan I had lived on the margins of anything I had been at the very heart of my existence I think of what Kendrick Lamar says on section 80 he says I'm not on the outside looking in I'm not on the inside looking out I'm in the dead fucking center looking around that was the perspective from which I wanted to write I wanted you to feel that you had plugged your cord into the raw consciousness of somebody's human experience, an experience that saw America from the very bottom to the very top and was able to report back with certainty that the way we're taught to live has got to change. We're taught to turn ourselves, our work, into little nuggets, little morsels that are easily digestible, you know, meant to mutilate ourselves so that the right people might like us, the right jobs might hire us, the right schools might accept us, the right conferences might invite us, huh? and someday the right God might invite us to the right heaven and let us bow down before him in submission forever and forever behind the right pearly gates. These are the rewards, they say, for our obedience to be a well-liked holy nugget and I say in return no thank you to the world and to my mother to be very honest all I said was okay mama I'll talk to you later but <laughs> hopefully she never sees this video mm. but in my mind I said no thank you I cannot accept her bargain either nor can any of us. It will be easy for those of us in this room to see ourselves as safe. We are, after all, prominent. We are intelligent. We dress above averagely well. People like us, or pretend that they do so that they can get a meeting with you. It will be tempting to see ourselves as safe as upstanding citizens who just happen to be gay or black or brown or immigrants or women. I say instead that we should remember Lot's wife. Jesus of Nazareth said it first, purportedly, uh, to his disciples, remember Lot's wife. Lot uh, for those of you who have not read the Bible recently, was a man who set his family down in Sodom in the midst of a wicked society that God had decided he had to destroy. But God, being cruel, yet still a sap in part, rushed two angels out to Sodom to warn Lot and his wife to gather up their belongings and their children and get the hell out of Dodge. Now Lot hears the warning, but he delays he lingers. And the angels are running out of patience. So they grab his hand and they grab his wife's hands and they grab his two daughters' hands and they rush them out of Sodom. And the angels shout, escape to the mountain. Whatever you do, don't look back. Just as God starts raining down fire on Sodom and Gomorrah. I can't figure out still how Gomorrah got dragged into this. But <laughs> they're all screwed. So Lot and his folks are running, you know, kicking up dust as the Lord rains down death. But then, for some reason, Lot's wife looks back. 
God turns her into a pillar of salt. Remember Lot's wife, Jesus says. But I've got a question. Why did she look back? Did she look back because she didn't want to miss the mayhem, wanted one last glimpse of a city on fire? Did she look back because she wanted to be sure that her people were far enough from danger to breathe a little easy? I'm so nosy and selfish sometimes that those likely would have been my reasons if I had been in her shoes. But what if something else was going on with this woman, this Lot's wife? What if, in fact, she could not bear the thought of leaving those people all alone to burn alive, even for righteousness' sake? Isn't that possible? If it is, then this backward glance of this disobedient woman may not be a cautionary tale after all. It may be the bravest act in all of the Bible, even braver than the act that holds the whole book together, the crucifixion. So we're told about that act, that up on Golgotha, on the old rugged cross, Jesus died to save billions and billions of strangers for all time to come. That's a nice thing to do. It made him famous, that's for sure. But Lot's wife was killed, turned into a pillar of salt, all because she would not turn away from her friends, the wicked men of Sodom. And nobody even wrote the woman's name down. We should all have the courage of Lot's wife. That's the kind of courage we need today, the courage to put ourselves over there. The courage that says either all of us have to be faggots or none of us can be faggots for any of us to be free. The courage to stand with other vagabonds on the street, with the poor kids, with the niggas, the nasty women, the sketchy Arabs, the bad hombres, to form an army of the least of these, the wretched of the earth, to make our trenches in the margins, with the faith that from the naked crust of all we are, we can build a better world. Thank you. You know that's the sound of another sale on your online Shopify store. But did you know Shopify powers selling in person, too? That's right. Shopify is the sound of selling everywhere. Online, in-store, on social media, and beyond. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything you need to sell in person. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source of truth. Track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. Shopify helps you drive store traffic with plug-and-play tools built for marketing campaigns from TikTok to Instagram and beyond. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Do retail right with Shopify. 
Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash BOF, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash BOF to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash BOF. Have you ever owned something that inspired you to up your game? For me, I got a chef grade range recently, and now I'm cooking new things every single night. Seriously, no cuisine is off limits. The point is, when we own exceptional things, they inspire us to do exceptional things. The all-new Lexus GX has an exceptional capability that will have you seeing possibilities you never knew existed. Its advanced technology and luxurious interior mean that wherever you go, you'll never go without. I can picture myself with a car full of groceries, cruising down the highway, soaking up the sun with the available dynamic sky panorama glass roof. Ah, pure bliss. Live up to the all-new Lexus GX. Luxury beyond limits. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.